Welcome back to Bit Different, everybody. This is Satine. And this is Rob. Hi. Hi. <laughs> it's been a long time coming. Seriously. Oh, my God. It feels like so much more has passed than just, you know, two weeks. Right? Well, we recorded... Was it two weeks ago that recorded, or was it three weeks? I think it might have been, like, maybe two and a half. It was might have been one of those things where we didn't have as much time pass when we recorded again. Yeah, it's been kind of nutty. Yeah. Lots of hap- Lots of things have happened. Actually, no, it was two weeks ago to the day. We recorded on the 5th. Oh, my goodness. What happens in two weeks? Like, we could not have had a baby. No. No. But maybe I'm, if we were flies, or we could have had a whole life cycle. Many food babies. <laughs> oh God! Oh, speaking of food babies, let's not go there. All right then. <laughs> no, lot, lots has happened though. It's actually, like, let's talk about what has happened. Okay. What have What have you been doing? Uh, well, the last time I saw you and we recorded, we were going to go to Santa Barbara, and we did go to Santa Barbara. Yeah. It wasn't just what we were going to do. We did do we it. We did it. We came, we saw, we conquered. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, we went to our friend's wedding. Two of our friends, they both got married. Yeah. And that was cute. I got to say, it's kind of nice going to weddings as an adult, like, because they're friends of ours whom I like them as a couple. Yeah. I mean, it's the same way, like, when, when Travis got married, like, I was excited for him that he was getting married because it's weird. Like, when I, by the time I was, what, 20. Two, I think, or twenty-three. I'd been to like twelve or thirteen weddings or whatever. I don't have a count, but I'd been to like double digits worth of weddings. And I'd been by the time you were twelve. No, like in my twenty, early twenties. Um, and I had been in like nine of them. That was like the curse of being a short person because I was the ring bearer forever. (laughs) And then I finally became a teenager, and then I became a groomsman forever. I'm, Frodo Baggins. Yes, I seriously like just it's a curse of being a small child and or a short child. And so I've been to so many weddings and like a lot of them are just like, you know, just family obligation kind of things and you just kind of have to go. And like it's actually really great going like now I'm in my thirties, mm-hmm. friends that like I'm happy they're getting married are getting married. And it's like it's just a good party. Yeah. Um I'm not a fan of weddings. Yeah, I'm typically not. But it's yeah. turned around for me in the last couple of years. This one was good. Um, Travis and Crystal's wedding was great. So there's been some really good ones. I have not gone to a lot of weddings, though. And did you know that none of my friends... I'm 36 now. And I would say only 1% of my friends have kids. Really? Because this is the year where most of our friends are announcing that they are having kids. Well, yeah. None of my friends have kids. Because, yeah, like this year, I think Todd and I... I think I'm a curse. (laughs) Which I am fine with because yeah, no, I'm not a big fan of kids. Uh, <laughs> Todd and I this year I think only went to have gone to one wedding okay. so far this year. I think there might be two by the time we're done with the year. But like we've done like one wedding. I think last year we did two. The year before that I think was like a three or four wedding year. Jeez. And so like the weddings are slowing down, but this year we have had multiple friends uh announced that they are expecting yeah and so like you know it, it's a logical progression but at the same time it's like oh man we're all adults and you guys are having kids now Ugh, you guys are gonna be lame for at least like i don't know a decade i don't want to say 18 years because eventually like you know the kids can kind of autopilot yeah, a little bit do their own thing but like man for a while like you're not gonna be able to do much that's a bummer. I guess that's supposed to be the fun of parenting, right? No, and I mean, and a lot of people, like, they, they want to have kids, and that's kind of part of their, their life plan. Their DNA, yeah. And yeah, and I, I'm actually kind of excited that I get to spoil my sister's kids and uh, return them, and yeah. then be done with kids for a while. Yeah. 
Yeah, and true. Well, I also went to the wedding because I was hired to go. Yeah, it's like so. <laughs> it, it, it is interesting to like to go to weddings because yeah, I feel like in the wedding party there's an extra lev- level of like uh, expectation performance that you have to do because you are you know part of the the operations. Yeah, and at least you weren't part of the wedding party, but you were all about making the wedding party as beautiful as they could be. Yes, it was. I did the makeup for the wedding, and um, which was great, by the way. Thank you. Yeah, it's always. It's always one of those things where you're putting your work on display and you're like, oh, you don't know how it's going to hold up. But it's like she looked, they all look great. So no, they all did look great. And, and honestly, like, you know, Jessica, great place to start. But also, like, she looked stunning. It was yeah. very well done. Yeah, she's a beautiful bride. So yeah. beautiful girl. So, yeah, uh, Santa Barbara was awesome. And then you left us for. Uh, I left to go down to Dana Point because um, Todd's best friend from Missouri was visiting. And so, um, and she loves Pearl Jam and Eddie Vedder. And she'll go wherever he does. And uh, within reason. And so um, he has, I don't know if it's his festival or if it's just he's been there twice in a year now. Gotcha. But um, it's a thing called the Ohana Festival. And it was in Dana Point, like right on the beach. And so we had tickets for that. So we went there um, a little bit later in the day. Like we left Santa Barbara and just drove straight there. Um, we got there just in time to see Glenn Hansard. And mm. then after that was Fiona Apple. Ooh, I would, that would be good. She was great. Uh, she was really cute and she was having a good time. And then after that was Ray LaMontagne. Mm-hmm. And then after that was Eddie Vedder. And so, and um, for like the end of his set, uh, Glenn came back out and they performed Falling Slowly together, which was really cool. And then like the encore was Keep On Rockin' in the Free World. And like when that happened, Glenn came back out, Fiona Apple did, uh, Kelly Slater, the surfer, came out. Jack Johnson, who performed the Kelly previous Slater night. Kelly Slater was there. We share a birthday. That's so fucking awesome. Yeah. I follow him on Instagram. Well, and he's a pretty I'm man. obsessed with him. He's worth following. Uh, but yeah, so like he came out and he, he apparently plays guitar and sings. And so he joined in. And so it was a lot of people all just like from even performers from the previous night, like Jack Johnson, all came out and like joined for this Keep on Rocking in the Free World thing. And it was so, a really Well, cool you know ending. what Ohana means, right? Yeah, it means family. Right. Family. Did you learn that from Stitch? I did. I learned that from Lilo and Stitch. Ohana means family. Nobody gets left behind or forgotten. (laughs) There you go. (laughs) Yeah, so we did the Ohana Festival. And then we spent the rest of the weekend uh, putzing about San Diego um, just because we were already close. And... um, yeah, so it was a, it was a nice little mini vacation um, after you know a wedding and a music festival. Nice, yeah, I, that's where, great. Where did you go after and the? Right after the wedding, I flew the next day to Utah. Damn, where I thought I would be sacrificed to the many-headed god, but that's not the truth because everybody in Utah is totally cool. At least the people I hung out with and worked with. What city were you in? I was in Lehigh. And Lehigh is named after one of the saints? I don't know. Mormon. Prophets? Prophets. Do they prophets? I'm not good with religion. Nor am I. Mormon prophet saints. <laughs> <laughs> and, um, yeah, so this town, they call it the, the um, Silicon Slope. So it's like the new Silicon Valley. And Adobe just built their campus there. And I work for a company called Unique. Which is a cosmetics brand that is just blown up in the past few years and making things happen. And their campus is 
stunning state of the, the like this whole city all, er, everywhere I went to from Salt Lake City where the plane landed to to Provo which is where Sundance is mm-hmm. it, everything's state of the art like nothing I didn't see rust anywhere I didn't see like piss on the streets anywhere like it's <laughs> Like you look into the sky and 150 people are hang gliding and on those um what are those sky gl- those um with the parachutes paragliding mm, yeah yeah paragliding over the hills crazy it's the craziest experience and it was just it was really cool nice yeah and the company was awesome and I did makeup there for five days five nights and it, it was awesome came back here. And now I'm just out of the blue starting a film that they hired me as a makeup artist on. And I'm going to thank you. And we'll be doing that for the next month and a half starting Friday. Damn. Yeah. So Joshua Tree, here I come. We're going to be there for a week and filming some stuff. And then I'll be back in L.A. for the rest of the shoot. But oh, that's good. it's going to be exhausting, as films always are. But that's exciting, though. It's exciting. It's like a long, hard camping That's a long trip. shoot. 31 days. It is a long shoot or, or it's, for I guess an indie film. Yeah, I mean, it's long for an indie. I guess for like just a, for a major, it would be kind of on par. Maybe like six months. Well, for, I mean, yeah, for well, like a heavy special heavy. effects piece. Yeah. 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 But um, that's exciting. That's really yeah. cool. Yeah. So I'm excited. I'm a little nervous. I'm doing hair too, which I don't do hair, but I will be doing hair on this film. So <laughs> I have all the faith in you. Thank you. And what else have you been up to? Uh, well, um, I uh, got back to the killing finally, the the TV show, not murdering people. Um, but uh, it's so funny. I waited like a week and a half to get back into it, and I realized I let the previous, like the last episode I'd seen before the one I watched like two nights ago, uh, ha- ended on a massive fucking cliffhanger. I completely forgotten. And when I watched the new episode. I was like, oh my god, oh my how god. was how was I okay <laughs> with waiting this long? I was gonna say yeah, because yeah, I mean at least you know. So, yeah, that was great. I'm back to the killing. Still loving it. Still in season two, but you okay. know, good. Uh, we finally celebrated Todd's birthday like a month after Yay, the fact. Because like my family, I was wondering what was going on when I saw those pictures. I was like, "How is Todd's birthday again?" My family doesn't really tend to do anything on time, just because it's hard to get um, a lot of us in the same room at the same time, and so we tend to push it to, and we intend to lump them together. It was Todd's birthday and my godson's birthday. At the same time, so it was an excuse to have, you know, like really great steaks and just really a really nice dinner. Yeah, um, at my mom's house, so that was cool. Cool. Um, last night, Todd and I saw the Jake Gyllenhaal, Ryan Reynolds sci-fi horror movie, Life. Oh, how was that? That was a movie. Oh, that's not a good sign. Mm-mm. Uh, like uh, a lot of people I know, um, worked on the the campaign for it, and a lot of people just sort of they they tempered my expectations appropriately. They said, you know, it's fine, and yeah, I mean, so like the movie is completely fine. It's not great. It's not terrible. It's just it's a movie. Um, yeah. I'm not mad that I watched it. Like it had its moments of fun, but at the same time, it just you know for a bunch of scientists being on a spaceship with their lives in peril. It should have been more fun. There's just a lot of other movies that do it really well. Like Sunshine. Oh my god. Event uh, Horizon. The captain in Sunshine yeah. is in this movie. I don't I, even remember the captain in Sunshine. Japanese guy. Gosh. He plays, I believe, the captain in this movie He's too. Type Captain Cat. Yeah, and I was like, oh no, this man is always just doomed in space. 
Um, but yeah, I mean, I'll see anything with Ryan Reynolds and Jake Gyllenhaal, really. Um, but yeah, so it was, it was fine. It was fine. Okay. Speaking of captains in space, are you going to watch Star Trek Discovery? No. Because you don't watch Star Trek or because you don't? That's why. Okay. Yeah, I love uh, Sinequa Martin-Green. I think she's stunning and I, I loved her on Walking Dead. But um, I just can't i'm not excited about it but like also like the only star trek stuff i've seen are the the jj abrams movies like in the i saw the first two i didn't even see the third one it's it's you'll you'll probably like it because it's more action adventure rather than like hard sci-fi sci-fi theory yeah yeah, so i'm I'm still excited about seeing that third movie, and it has a great soundtrack yeah well i I really do want to see it um and then also though while we were in san diego todd and i and kendra went and saw it <laughs> I I did not finish the book in time. Uh boo, how far did you get? I got uh 63%, so I was at page like 900. Yeah. That's where you were when we left off last time almost. I was at 700 something at the time. Now I'm uh, at 900 something. Um yeah, so I didn't make it. Um still it was a fun experience. Um it's crazy. That movie like what? It broke every record for a uh September opening. It is the highest grossing opening weekend for a horror film ever. Okay. It is the second highest opening weekend for an R-rated film ever. Behind was... Deadpool. Oh. Wow. That's a great start for Steven. Oh, like seriously. It, it's been a while since he's had a hit. It's the most, it's the highest grossing uh, Stephen King movie, I think, ever already. And I haven't even seen it yet. So there's another eight bucks in the bank right? for him at some point. <laughs> um, yeah, it's it was fun. I'm actually, I, I really, I enjoyed it. Um, it's, uh, they made some changes from the book, of course, because that's what you do. Um, but yeah, I don't know, there's something about it. it it's, the movie's actually surprisingly funny. And, um, and it was, it was just fun I to watch. I hear it's very heartfelt. It is. It is very much uh, uh, sort of like coming of age, cause, but it, it's uh, it's you know it's like a, a Stand by Me. It's a child bonding movie, yeah. just that happens to have some upsetting stuff in it. Which is funny because we watched Stephen King's It the first night we were in Santa Barbara. Well, yeah. I was, oh, you I weren't was, there. I was not there yet. Yes, we saw the whole series. Yeah, two part um, series. Yeah. Yeah, I and I haven't seen the miniseries uh, since the nineties. So my plan is still. I'm still reading the book. I want to get through the book, mm-hmm. and then um, they've already announced that there will be an it sequel there or a second part because... like, about them as adults. Yeah, and so um, they they already announced that it will be a thing. So I figure I'll finish the book, then I'll watch the original miniseries, and then I'll be you know I'll be all You're caught up ready. with everything for the new movie. I'm just glad it did well because I was a little the the first trailer that you guys did mm-hmm. was awesome and. But then the second trailer... That was also us. I <laughs> fell off the bus. And I was like, oh, this looks like it's just going to be just a typical movie. Now, there's something about it. I don't know if it was the killer clown... Or not killer clowns, but like the, the creepy clowns uh, in the Midwest from like a year ago. Um, remember there were clowns yeah. hiding in the forest? Yeah. Uh, I don't know if it's that or if it's just that like clown fear has hit critical mass. Yeah. <laughs> or what? There's something where like... It's it's so funny because it is nothing new. The book is fucking old. thirty years old or more yeah. than that. God, the book's got to be forty years old almost at this point. Really? When did well, you write so that? I'm not sure actually. Now, now I've said it. Like the book is not new. I think it was in the 80s. Oh, the, mini, the miniseries is 27 years old. Like 
So I feel like the book's got to be, you know. Well, I guess I am almost 40 ish. Like, um, 1986. So the movie is 30 years old. Yeah. 31. Okay, 31 years old. Yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah. So, like, I was off on my, my estimate of how old the book was. But yeah, like, it's like the. Who's your favorite kid in this one? Because my favorite in in the OG was Jonathan Brandis's character. He had the, the asthma problem. Oh, he's Eddie. Eddie, Eddie love... Kasprak. No, 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 not Eddie. Not Isn't that Eddie? Eddie? No. Isn't... I thought Eddie oh, no, the... no, he the... He's... you're right. Yeah, he had the, stutter. the he had the stutter. No, well, Bill has the stutter. Bill, Bill is my favorite. Um, My favorite of the kids in this movie, probably, I really liked Beverly, actually. Oh, yeah, um, I liked her, too. But, like, uh, in this one, it... Richie is a really strong sort of comedic force in it. And um, he's really, really funny. Um, and so, uh, and he's the kid from Stranger Things that's in it. Oh, the the main boy? Uh, not the main boy. That's Bill. Wait, like, they're both in it? No, no. Like, Oh, sorry. The main boy from Stranger Things. Yeah. Yeah. He is Richie. Richie. Um, <laughs> Richie. Sorry. <laughs> so, yeah, it was, it was like, um, yeah, I think, but I really like Beverly a lot, actually. Um, she was great. Oh, I can't wait to see it. It's cool. I'm curious what you'll think. Oh, I'm down. I'll um, totally tell you. And then uh, also, just, you know, I, I don't know. Actually, I imagine this did not affect you because I think you were probably asleep. Uh, yesterday, we had a small earthquake. I felt it. Okay. I woke up right as it was happening and then went back to sleep. I was like, that was not that big. Well, since we're a couple floors up, I imagine this building has a little bit more sway than mine does. Because Todd and I are on the ground floor. Uh, so, uh, like, we heard the noise. And Braddock, of course, didn't move because our dog is a shitty earthquake alarm. Mm-hmm. She was just laying there. Um, she was like, this is whatever. She's uh-huh. never woken up or like if she's been awake, she never freaks out. She usually like kind of looks around while still laying down. She won't even get up for an earthquake. Huh. She's a lazy baby. That's not normal. No, we heard dogs in our neighborhood freaking out. <laughs> and Braddock was just laying on the couch like, what? Are we going to finish watching this movie? Because we paused life to be like oh is that an earthquake we should get our shoes in case we have to like run away or something yeah um but yeah earthquake scary although apparently like well we had a 3.8 which is nothing really but um poor mexico mexico got hit hard today 7.1 and it was like it leveled buildings yeah so far the death counts like at 104 i think jesus yeah it's really sad yeah so very very sad we got a we got off cheap on that one so yeah um anywho yeah so that's what i've been up to yeah, well i've seen wonder woman again <laughs> you're, and i've you're seen unstoppable. all of the digital content that it comes with <laughs> jesus <laughs> i don't know what it is about that movie that really just keeps me coming back for more other than the fact that gal is just so endearing she is yes she's a very very likable character both you know kind of in and out of superhero mode yeah i'm interested to see what they do with her in the justice league if they make her more cynical or because since it is more modern day i imagine she's probably had a lot of modern life oh where beating her down speaking of oh my god i almost forgot i rewatched uh uh, batman vs superman dawn of justice oh yeah because I gave it a second chance. And yes, it is better the second time around. Mm. I still don't think it's a good movie. Did you watch the extended version? I watched whatever they had on HBO. 
Okay, so I think just the theatrical version. But I did enjoy it, and um, yeah, I did get some goosebumps a few times. So dare you say it, Travis was right. Uh, I don't like giving him that kind of credit. Um, he was, he was, he was less wrong. Less wrong. Okay, <laughs> we can go with that. Yeah, <laughs> less wrong is a good way to put it. <laughs> so, uh, what are you playing? I've been playing Destiny too. And what do you think? I so far it's great. It just it reminds me of like a more updated version of the first. It it really does feel like just a polished version of Destiny. Yeah, one. I like I really like this um antagonist so far oh gall i think he's cool Mm -hmm. and i wonder if he's even the main antagonist i feel like there's somebody above him like in the in the background pulling strings but i feel like they learned a lot from destiny one and that destiny one had no real villain yeah um until it had the taken king which is when everyone's like oh shit they got story going on and i think they learned from that uh, and so they, they took this thing where, like, we need a big bad yeah, in order to, like, really motivate you. And plus, they had really great stakes at the beginning. Like, the tower gets destroyed. The traveler gets, you know, uh, binded. Yes. Like, they, yeah. They, he, everyone loses their light. Ghost. Yeah. 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 That was really sad. No, like, they, they gave the game some stakes, which is real good. Um, what okay. character class are you playing as? Uh, Warlock. Okay. What level are you? Um, I think I'm at ten or eleven. I okay. just started. Like I, well, I just got to the village. Oh, the farm. The farm. So where it has amazing music. Yeah. Whoever um, did that music is. I think there was like five composers. So good. They did a great job. It's so good. It's. I already looked it up on Spotify. Don't worry. Don't look it up. You won't find it. It's not out yet. Rob's gonna get it on vinyl when it comes out. We already know. I would actually <laughs> gladly do that. It's a great soundtrack. <laughs> Um, now that we have a record player, we can oh, get a turntable here. Yeah, baby. Nice. Oh yeah, that's what's called turntable. <laughs> a record player. <laughs> um, yeah. Well, I mean, you're already halfway to the level cap. What? Yeah the 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 primary Destiny two game, like without expansions and stuff, your character level caps at twenty. Is that normal? Uh, I think Destiny one you capped at twenty as well. Um, but your power level, formerly your light level. Yeah. in destiny one that goes up to i think like 300 okay so um and that of course is the average of all of your equipment they and... just don't want you to like god mode it <laughs> well and um and yeah like I, I didn't hit level 20 until pretty close to the end um i did a lot of side missions and stuff but like i i was kind of parked at 20 for the last maybe two missions hmm. um but yeah like i actually finished the story mode on that on um sunday Sweet. And I really, I really liked it. And yeah, I might finish it maybe tomorrow since I, all I'm doing tomorrow is prepping for the film and probably some gaming. Well, because I ended up actually, I soloed the entire story campaign, which I typically don't do that. Normally I, I make a point to party up with people and play through it with friends. But um, story mode was really, I had a really great time playing by myself. And um, yeah, and I have to say, I like the way they're handling higher level um, equipment earning. Where, like, you, um, the stuff you earn, like, tokens from doing um, patrols or uh, various side missions. I haven't even done those yet. Well, like, when you start doing some side missions, you'll earn, like, 
say like Nessus tokens, which are tokens you earn on planet Nessus when you do stuff. Mm -hmm. Um, but you collect a certain amount of those, give them to the NPC, and they put them in the Plinko machine. That'd be amazing. Uh, <laughs> you give them to like you give enough of them to uh whoever you know is your your friendly NPC in that area, mm -hmm. and you sort of up your loyalty with them to the point where you earn like a legendary or awesome engram, which you know when you get it gives you great gear and like that's where i'm getting all my gear that's like 230 or whatever like it's a super high like you know the higher level stuff that's yeah. then, then you can buy um the nice thing is also even though your character stops leveling at 20 mm -hmm. you still learn experience and so um when you would be say leveling up to level 21 instead you're still level 20 but you earn a bright engram which uh you have to, once you get it decoded you either get like crazy rare shit or like new emotes or dance moves or whatever like Ooh. you actually start earning shit that you can buy with real money nice and so it does i don't know i feel can like i buy my character a new haircut since i don't i was told she looks like the um, heat miser <laughs> that's amazing <laughs> go with that uh i don't think you can buy a new haircut which is a bummer um but yeah it's i it, the game is actually really i think it's doing a good job at it's it's capturing me in a way that destiny one didn't because Destiny 1, once I finished the story content, I was like, cool, I'm done until the next patch of DLC comes out. I just don't care. Yeah. I didn't care to do raids or um, any of the real, like, true grindy stuff to make my character super awesome. Yeah. And uh, I want to go back and play more. Ooh. The story missions are done, and I'm, I really want to go back and do more. Like, I want to unlock the raid, and I want to do the, the nightfall strikes and stuff. Like, I want to do more high-level play at this point. Like, the game keeps... It makes me want to play more. Yeah. Nice. Which is good. I'm, I'm looking forward to it. Well, I'm glad you're back and you were able to start it because I wanted to talk to you about it. Because come Friday, I don't know what I'm going to be able to play. No. Well, can you take it with you? Uh, no. Uh, I mean, I'll be at a hotel. They got TVs. Yeah, but... I have a projector that I'm not using. <laughs> Can you imagine? <laughs> Can you imagine? I'm in like the pool area playing it on a projector. Oh my god, that'd be so wall. cool. <laughs> um, and then, so are you playing anything else? Uh, I'm trying to think, but I think I I did just try I tried to start playing three on three, which is an online like basketball game oh because i loved hoops so much back in the dizzle <laughs> i was like oh three and three will be my jam back in the dizzle yeah but you know what three on three ain't so cool because you can't customize your own characters and that's part of the fun of like playing those types of games it's like having your own emoticon i just can't get over the uh the dizzle remark i'm sorry it's okay did oh. i go too far back yeah i just i wasn't prepared for for that oh there's more where that came from baby uh oh beep beep <laughs> <laughs> um well anything else uh, 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 mm, i think that is a no i think that's that <laughs> how about you uh, i also started playing metroid samus returns for the 3ds oh my God. why can't that be on a regular system i know um but yeah i started playing that and uh, I only play, maybe played like an hour, hour and a half while Todd was watching the Emmys. Is it gorgeous? Um, it looks great. It really does. And the 3D in it is really cool because it has this really great depth to the, the world. It is a side scroller, but it gives you a little bit of, you know, just a little bit of Z space. Yeah. And um, it feels like Metroid. And that's the best thing I could ever say. How's the music? Is it's it good. Metroid uh, it's, it is. It's, it's Metroid-y, but it, it is also um, a little bit of an update of the music from Metroid 2, Return of Samus, because it is a reimagining of 
the original Game Boy title. Yeah. And thank God it makes it better because I re- like this one of the Metroids. I just I gave up so quickly on that game because difficulty or no, uh, it's um comparing it to the original Metroid. Like in the original Metroid, Samus took up a very small amount of space on the screen, mm-hmm. and you could see a lot of the world around her. And because the Metroid's small or the uh, Game Boy's smaller oh, screen size, they had to up her sprite size, so she dominates the screen, and you can see little to no space around her. So because you can't see the level around her, um, it created this really cramped feeling, and but also like everything on the screen felt cramped. But yeah. the problem is the level itself was so big, and you couldn't see much of it. It's like you had like a visor that you yeah. had no peripheral vision, and you had a really hard time imagining how the shape of the room actually was. Gotcha. And and also it was a game where like you have to kill all forty Metroids in order to finish it, and so like it is a little bit of a scavenger hunt, which ended up not being fun because like if you couldn't find one thing, then like you're fucked. Exactly, and so um. And of course, like the cream spinach coloring of everything was not yeah, great. It's so, still ugly. So like it I do feel like it, it's taken that game, which was underserving a rabid fan fan base. It did its best. It really did, but um it just didn't pull it off. Mm-hmm. This thing is it feels so polished and so good. It feels like Metroid. Yeah. And um so that's awesome. And also, uh just today, my amiibos arrived, which I have on the table here. They're my little recording buddies. And the and Metroid, so cool. the Metroid busting out of the like containment capsule is the fucking coolest. Yeah, and it's squishy. He has like a, a jelly-like substance membrane around him, just what we imagined. Yeah, it's super cool. They grabbed it right out of our little brains. So yeah, well done, Nintendo. Since I know, like, what I'm like episode one, I think I called out that I wanted a Metroid amiibo, and um, these... and I like that Samus is Chrome and. And the Samus amiibo, she's in the pose that she's in on the cover art of Samus Returns. Yeah. Oh, and also the box art for it, um, because it is, you know, a remake slash reimagining of Metroid 2 Return of Samus. Reversible cover art, where when you flip it, instead of saying Nintendo 3DS, Samus Returns, you know, all modern graphics, they literally put the original. They changed, like, yeah, the reverse is, it says Game Boy, and it has... Metroid 2 Return of Samus and it has like the old screenshots on the back and wow. um and they just put the logo inside the um the uh the UPC the talk barcode, the barcode and like the barcode instead of being real numbers it says SR uh SR3088 or whatever like the name of the planet is that you go to as Amazing. a barcode. Yeah. It's really cool. Talk about jerk off material for all those retro gamers Seriously, out there. It, it is total fan service for uh-huh. all the nerds and um I am very very excited that they did that i like that says pretty neat <laughs> so that's what i'm playing um so yeah let's like i do quick releases real fast yes go so it. um just real quick we're gonna burn through them because um we missed fucking two weeks two weeks uh and then also we have to catch up like just because we'll be on a roll i'm gonna do the rest of the month so here we go september All right september uh, Friday the 15th, we had Divinity, Original Sin 2 for the PC, The Dishonored, Death of the Outsider. Oh, I want to play that. Standalone release. Um, it looks great. Yeah, and you get that sword. I'm real excited. Yeah. Um, I need to play Dishonored 2, though, because I still haven't done that yet. Yeah, I need to do that, too. Um, of course, Metroid Samus Returns. Shocker. Yay! It's out. It's uh, here. NHL 18 for those hockey fans. Uh, Tuesday, today, today, that we were recording. Yes. Yesterday, for anyone listening on the day of release. Marvel ver- ah, Marvel versus Capcom Infinite. Oh. Oh. Yep, it's out. Um, There's a free demo on PS4. 
I know. Reminds me of Mike. Oh, boo. 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 Make better memories about that. I know. Memories I'm, that you I need own. to get it just to play it and like it on my own. Yeah, you're taking it back. You're reclaiming your time. Yeah. Uh, NBA 2K18 came out today. Um, coming this Friday, the 22nd, we got Pokemon Gold and Silver for 3DS. Uh, oh, TJ will like those. Oh, all my exes are coming under Jesus. this. <laughs> I don't know if it's Pokken or Pokken or Pokken. Uh, Tournament Deluxe for the Switch. Project Cars 2, if you like shiny, pretty racing games. I don't. Um, well, for those that do. Yes. Uh, Tuesday, the 26th, before the next episode comes out, uh, some game called Blue Reflection, Blue Reflection, which I've never heard of. Nope. Uh, and Danganronpa V3, Killing Harmony, which I'm super excited about. Uh, Danganronpa style. Dangan- <laughs> no, Jesus. <laughs> uh, yeah, Danganronpa is the one where, like, there's the killer teddy bear. And um, it's, like, the previous ones are more of a narrative thing. I think this might be a more action-y one. I could be wrong. Um, but I hear it's great. Coming out for PS4 and Vita. Um, and then Friday, the 29th. Cuphead Ooh, finally, finally coming out three years after the oh fact. Oh my god, Cuphead! So excited, but not for PS, huh? Nope, only for Xbox, Xbox One, and PC. So you have to come over. We can play it co-op. Oh gosh, Contra style. That looks fun, and it's hard. From what I hear, it's like really. Contra. That's good. It's gonna be awesome. I want a challenge. Nothing's challenging anymore. Seriously, yes. give us a real challenge. Yeah. Um. And then, uh, are you still playing Bloodborne, by the way? Oh, that's challenging. <laughs> of a challenge. Although, seriously, we, you made massive progress since we last spoke. I, oh, let, yeah. Let me, let, me, let me finish the the, the run through of the stuff. FIFA okay. 18 comes out the 29th. Uh, Gundam versus. Uh, Gundam style. <laughs> worse. Warhammer 2 and the SNES Classic Edition. Sweet. So, that's a lot of stuff. Yeah. No, September's a good month. October's going to be fucking crazy. I have. Yeah, massive getting, pre-orders for next month. We're getting into the holiday season. Oh, we are. And I just threw my release list on the floor because I'm done with it. Done with it. Um, so Bloodborne. Bloodborne. Back to what we're playing. Oh yeah, I was playing that. You were, it's but that was two weeks ago. <laughs> but still, like shit has shit has hit the fan. Sh- shit has happened since oh, yeah. since we last spoke. Like so when when like last time we talked, I had just shown you uh the buttons. How to play in that in that game? Yeah, what like, buttons do? So you could actually like you know play it. Yeah. Um. And since then, and uh, you something to fucking brag the about. Student has become the master. Yes. <laughs> uh, yeah, I beat the graveyard man, Father Gascoin. Father Gascoin in. I would honestly, I would say in one try, only because something happened in the first one that I kind of got stuck on. Something like a I, gravestone or something. Yeah, and I it wasn't. I was I was bamboozled by that gravestone. Mm-hmm. So I was like, okay, I'll do it again. If I don't fight, if I don't beat him, then I'll just like quit for now because I just don't want to deal. But sure enough, she beat him. Okay. Well done, well done, madam. Thank you. Because uh, he became I, a big old werewolf and everything. Because I do know that he is. Uh, he was a wall for. Uh, for Travis, yeah. for a bit, for a minute. Well, we all know who's the better gamer in my yes. family. He ended up take, <laughs> taking down that wall eventually, but um, that was... As he throws his phone while he listens to his podcast. <laughs> He's like, God damn it, my no! secret is out. <laughs> Sorry. Um, but no, I'm very, very proud of you in that uh, you 
learned how to play. Yes. And then applied that knowledge. Yeah. And also, seriously, me get, making sure you had the saw cleaver instead of the battle axe. I even bought the cane. You bought the threaded cane. Because I like that, too. Like, so, yeah. So, now that you know, like, the because, yeah, the, a lot of those weapons are fairly cheap. And They're of course, only a thousand echoes. Blood echoes, yeah. And then, of course, leveling them up will take some, you know, some blood shards and some some echoes. Yeah. But um, they'll get more powerful and they'll get better. Yeah. Yay, I'm so proud of you. Uh, yeah, I this game is, it's nuts. It's scary. It's super stressful. Why is it so scary? I don't, because it's awesome. I, I, that's the only answer I have. I, I think, think I've blocked, oh, 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 yeah, I meant the werewolves. Uh, I've gone into the town. You're in, what, Old Yarnum? Old Yarnum with the, the, what are they called? The disappeared or the, the, um, the hidden. That's the, the what people call them, the hidden. Oh, Jesus. I couldn't even told you that. Yeah, and that's why a lot of them are dressed up. They look like lepers in their cloaks walking mm. around. Cause they're, oh, those They're hiding, things. and they're, mm. like, just coming at you. Yeah. So, um, yeah, it's been not fun. <laughs> oh, it's the best kind but of fun. But it is a beautiful, ugly game. I'm just so proud of you. Thank you. Thank you. My little girl is going and killing people in graveyards. I am. So who good. Knew, who knew it'd be so fun. <laughs> so good. So yeah. are we going to learn something? Well, I already know something, but you might learn something. <laughs> so the word of the week is grammary. Grammary. Yes. It's, it's a, noun. a noun. Grammary. And, well, you if if you can. Is it, does, it, does it have a double M? No. It so it's a single not. M. Yeah. Grammary. Well, it's like a place where you would do something, I imagine, like get thee to a nunnery. It does kind of have to do with grammar, if that's where really? you're going with it, sort yeah. of. Yeah, it, was, it feels like a, like a, a place of grammar. But if, like, what is it? I don't, have you ever seen Wicked or read the book Wicked? No, I'm familiar that it exists. That is all. Okay, that's where I first learned of this word. And grammar means occult learning or magic. Oh, I did not know that. Yeah, and back in the Middle Ages, it was... It, Grammary meant high learning. So, um, what if it's like high, like you get high and you learn magic? (laughs) (laughs) It's like magic, dude. Magic. So So high right now. Colors. So high right now. (laughs) Um, yeah, but Alphabuzz, Alphabuzz book in Wicked, she's the Wicked Witch, is called the Grammary. So, yeah. Good to know. I didn't know that. Yeah. Yeah, I guess, and Grammary almost feels kind of like, you know, Maybe or a tome. I said book, tome. But like kind of from the same kind of root almost as like grimoire kind of thing. It feels, you know, similar I'm sure they're all related I'm somehow. sure there's some sort of root. Yeah. Etymology is fascinating. And grammar. Yeah. Totally. All from Latin somehow. So. Nice. Yeah. So I'm trying to pick words for word of the week that have a nerdy relation now. And I like the fact that like some of them actually can have like realistic uh application like this is a thing that you know from something else yeah like that's why I'm, I'm trying to get things that people might have heard of before but you never really looked up the definition yeah. what because you think you know what it means because you've heard it so many times but you really don't well like one of my favorites uh that is a word that kind of i guess or at least its original use was a little different was sublime because a lot of people think sublime as like sublimely happy or like it just they think that means like i'm really happy um, yeah, isn't it more like um? It has to do with more like with religious, the subliminal. Yeah, and so like uh, I think the best description I had was um, it was like uh, walking by a cemetery and you kind of get the chills. It's not 
a thing where you're like, oh, at the cemetery, a ghost is going to get me. It's just kind of more of like your your body reacts in a very like unintentional way gotcha. and you are experiencing like the sublime almost like deja vu is actually kind of like the sublime hmm. it's just this sort of at least that's the way it was told to me in college as sort of because i was in this class called the american gothic and it was dealing with gothic tradition from europe as it came over to america and like you know it's weird like some of the best gothic literature like examples are things you don't think of as gothic per se yeah like the virgin suicides beloved uh rip van winkle like there's a lot of things that just that, that yeah. uses the the sort of um trappings of gothic literature from like castle of Atrano from from europe but like the whole idea is that you know and one of the the things like i think the turn of the screw leaned heavily into the idea of the sublime and that it's this thing that's not overtly you know anything but it's something that people react to hmm. whether or not they are aware or planning on reacting accordingly yeah that's that's cool yes i didn't know that either and so yeah like words like that especially like where it just like the meaning is is has changed you know for how we like use it more modern yeah um it's kind of it's those are kind of cool and i like the fact that you're kind of doing well it's kind of subliminal too it's like what subliminal subliminally happens to you Mm -hmm. next that's like it's sort of yeah root yeah the root it's so i i love grammar um google had a whole thing on when you typed in google and you know how they have those little images and things yeah the, um, the doodles the doodles it, a couple days le- ago i think was it was a dictionary. lexiconographer or lexa see i can't remember the word now but it was somebody who writes dictionaries lexicon le- lexiconographer might be it i think I that is know. it i think that is it. but like that was yesterday's i believe or two days ago yeah because yeah, it was google writes- and then like yeah over the middle of it a book mm-hmm. opened and it was a dictionary and I was like, well, lexicon, lexicon, it all makes sense. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. So I got one little bit for the Vinyl Frontier. Yeah, go for it. Just a couple days ago, my soundtrack from Data Discs of Sonic Mania arrived. Mm, yay, nice. It is Sonic soundtrack at its finest. It's oh, not- The Vinyl Frontier. Oh, yeah, shit. I totally forgot. Um. It's uh, it's not like Sonic Three, where the music is rumored to be written by Michael Jackson, but uh, I didn't know that. Yeah, there's actually a really great YouTube video about it, um, where someone's done like analysis about the soundtrack to Sonic Three. No one can really confirm that he contributed, but like the rumor was, since he was big into video games, that uh, he was working with someone at Sega to try to make it happen. And there's a lot of parallels between stuff. I gotta listen to this music now because I am obsessed with Michael. Well, there's a lot of parallels between some elements of Sonic 3's music and I believe music that was part of his album, Dangerous. The girl is so dangerous. Dangerous was the first CD I ever bought, by the way. I think it was the first tape Travis bought. One of them. Because I I grew up buying records and tapes, but the first CD I bought was that one. That's Back dope. when they came in long boxes. In Target. Did you go to Target to get yours too? Oh, God. I think I went probably to the warehouse. Oh. Ooh, you know. you for expensive. What? That, that was where we bought records. Warehouse is like so expensive. I don't even remember what the prices were at the warehouse. It's like Sam Goody prices. Yeah, I guess probably. Like that and like, yeah, like Tower was always, I thought, really expensive. So expensive. Um, Virgin was expensive. Was it, and Virgin never seemed that expensive to me. But also I did work there, so I got a discount there eventually. Yeah, that's why. But like I went there before as a customer. Um, I, just, I also, I liked what They Virgin were no Target. Did. They were no Walmart. They were no Costco. Yeah. Okay, fine. 
Um, but I, I spent a lot of time at the warehouse uh, as a Oh, I kid. bet you did. Oh, I did. Um, yes. Oh, wait. I was going to say as a shout-out to your Vinyl Frontier. Yeah. A shout-out. So, for Steven, my roommate's um, boyfriend, for his birthday, Keith, my roommate, got him Atomic Blonde soundtrack on vinyl because he found out that it was even available from Vinyl Frontier. Woo! The segment pays off. It paid off. It's a great fucking soundtrack. Yeah, we listened to it the other day. It was so yeah. good. Um, but yeah, so Sonic Mania, it's, I mean, it, it sums up what makes Sonic Mania so good. It's taking some of the best parts of retro Sonic it takes and modernizing. The good, it takes the bad. I'm just full of show tunes today. Yeah, it takes them both, and there you got Sonic and then Mania. You're sued. Bit different. Yeah. You're sued. Yeah, because <laughs> you can't afford to license this shit. <laughs> Because there's a time you got to go and show you grow, and now you're sued about the facts of life. <laughs> oh, the facts of life. Which it does sort of ruin the rhyme, but I, I'm okay with it. It was good, yeah. <laughs> I just like doing that line also because it's just a lot of, oh, sound effects. <laughs> you know? Ooh. Ooh. Anyway, so yeah, that, that's, my, that's my final frontier. Um, nice. It was a small one today. Yeah, uh, that's great. So now we're into news yeah news do you have some news i have a bunch of news well i have okay well we'll just go back and forth yeah should i start yes so toys r us declared bankruptcy monday crazy what i get for getting before the holiday season yeah but to get back well i'll tell you that they're not closing any they have 1600 stores not closing any of them this holiday season oh um so yeah, they declared bankruptcy on Monday, um, and basically this article I read just goes into like the history of how they kind of started like to break down. So in 1999, they were actually the second retailer, number two retailer in video games. Oh yeah, I bought a lot of video games at Toys R Us. And then over time, they just lost that footing. Well, I mean, now we have dedicated game stores. And we have Amazon, yeah. and we don't have to shop in dirty, as they say in the article, dirty, disorganized, overwhelming, and overpriced locations. Every Toys R Us's floor looks like it's never been washed. Or never, well, it's cracked. It's that old, like, fake marbly. Yeah, it's it's a weird uh, linoleum-esque, linoleum. but like. It's ugly. Yeah, no, like, old Toys R Us's really are kind and of like. dirty. They're like. Dusty. They're like shitty warehouses with a coat of paint on them. There's something really off-putting about Toys R Us. There's something that feels very unfinished. See, what I think Toys R Us needs to do is to downsize the size of the store, but make it more intricate looking. Like an FAO Schwartz, but on a smaller, cuter scale. That's just me. But here's what they're going to do. So the bankruptcy protection period will give the company flexibility with its creditors to redesign the in-store shopping experience and pivot towards creating quote-unquote, interactive spaces that will host birthday parties, ugh, product demonstrations, ugh, and let employees take toys out of the boxes before purchase. Not the kids, just the employees. <laughs> 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 like, look how fun this is, kids. <laughs> In addition, uh, they said the company had reached out to app developers to start creating augmented reality video games. Hmm. So, I mean, this, like, gives me um no hope for it yeah i i know i never want to go to toys r us ever again if there's kids running around having fun there god i sound like an angry old man well and i'm gonna break out on hives thinking of having to do like birthday parties and product demonstrations because it just reminds me of of nordstrom and like just 
you know, talking about products, like as if they're God's gift. I'm like, in the back of my head, I'm like, yeah, they're great. They work, but I don't fucking care you want it or not. Well, like, there was something magical, but I worked in bookstores for a long time and someone would walk in and be like, I need this book. I would go to the shelf, take the book out and put it in their hand because that's merchandising to put yeah. it in their hand. Uh, I didn't open the book and start reading it to them. No. Thank fuck. Yeah. Can't even imagine. Chapter one. <laughs> it was the best of times. It, it was, was the worst, worst of times. times. Please buy this book. I cannot read any more Charles Dickens. <laughs> uh, yeah. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah. That's a bummer. I. It's a bad idea. I, and it's I, not going to save the company. And Birthday it, parties was McDonald's. Well, and it is. It's. 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 It's so strange because, like, my my sister has you know a, a four year old and a one year old, and they need to get some food trucks in there. See, that's the way to get the that's the way to the get people the with money in there. Yeah. Um, get avocado toast. Get those millennials in there. Yeah. Um, no, like I like my sister has kids, and obviously they you know want they 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 like toys because they're they're children. Um, and so I think my sister at this point now like goes to Toys R Us a lot because um her son is very into like Hot Wheels and he's into cars. He's actually kind of crazy smart when it comes to cars like, when he was barely talking he, he was very soft-spoken he didn't do full sentences and stuff okay but like he could point out like he would see an he would see an acura rsx like out in the wild and he would point and be like uncle rob's car it's oh. didn't even have to be the color of my car he, he has great recognition skills oh my god my sister now le- knows a lot of car makes and models just because of him and because she'll ask him, like, what's that one? What's that one? And like, he so, should design cars when he grows up. Well, it feels like that's kind of where he's going. He's very car-centric. Nice. And um, and so, like, they go to Toys R Us a lot for, for Hot Wheels and stuff. So, um, he, um, like, yeah, my sister spends a lot of time in Toys R Us now. Um, so, it's so crazy that, like, now that that's a thing, that's not, or it's, I guess it's, it still will be a thing. It's just going to be a different kind of thing. Yeah. Sweet. Yeah. So um, I have some news that uh, I don't know if you had this on your list, but uh, you should have. Patty Jenkins signed on, confirmed for Wonder Woman 2. I didn't know that was official. I just knew it was going to happen. But how much is she making? Uh, I, I don't. A billion dollars? I don't have the number. I'm sure actually you could probably easily go, like Google it pretty quickly oh, while I right sort now. of try to, to keep talking while you look it up um i do believe it is a record for a woman director it better be a record for any director yeah it's even spielberg status it's a pretty i think it's a pretty good number um but yeah like either way i'm glad that she's doing it because i think she fucking killed it on the first one yeah and so i'm i'm thrilled to see that she can continue her her what did i look up patty jenkins wonder woman 2 salary salary that's the word i was looking for um, because yeah, at least when I read that, I read somewhere that she had officially signed on and was, you know, further uh, breaking the glass ceiling a little bit, which is good. Yeah. Oh, this is interesting. The um, this is on the Refinery Twenty Nine. Why Patty Jenkins' Wonder Woman two salary isn't great for women in Hollywood? Oh, wow. doesn't give the number. That feels like just an opinion piece. But like, does it give the facts? Um, let's see. We'll earn in the $8 million range. That's pretty crazy. Awesome for her. And produce the film, making her the highest paid female director ever. Well, when you make a movie that's successful, then uh, that makes sense. $8 million. Okay. 
Yeah, that's a good amount, but I think she could have held out for more. She should have said double or nothing. Hey, I am glad she's making it because seriously, like, you know, I do feel like a lot of movies will be like, well, you know, we tried and uh, we went with uh, so-and-so's nephew, you know, because they were cheap. Like, I'm glad yeah. they actually were willing to cough up that amount of money. I wonder how much Gal's going to get. Seriously, because she's a fucking star Well, because they cannot recast her. Yeah. They could have gotten well, a different director, but you cannot recast. She might have actually already had her deal in place. Because I no, imagine... because they wouldn't have had a... They, there was no Wonder Woman 2 in the works. They might have had a thing where maybe they did a contract Any with Wonder an Woman. option. Like an option for, you know, X amount of movies. Yeah, it could be something true. like that where they're like, all right, well, you know. That's true. We've got you for your movie, and we've got you for Justice League, and if we do a sequel to Wonder Woman, then we got you for this, then you can consider renegotiating. I don't know for sure. I don't know how that works. But I think a lot of times, like, they kind of, you know, they know. Oh, here's the double-edged sword that they're talking about. Yes. A situation in which one woman is making so much more than others in the same industry gives wage gap, deniers the opportunity to deny that there is a problem. When there's one outlier, I don't think you can really say that, like, oh, women are doing fine. There's one. Yeah. And the fact that she's making this money is remarkable. She's she's an outlier. Yeah. I don't, out- I don't think that's a fair yeah, remark. Yeah, this is a weird, I think that's a very sensationalist article because I don't think her as an outlier gets to affect your main data set. Yeah. Like, I'm no statistician, but, like, that doesn't jive in my brain yeah so, oh well okay well that, nuts that to that. that but at least we know it's in the eight million dollar range yeah so, yeah that's all right money in the bank your turn what you got oh so okay do you remember um in real life it was that graphic novel i talked about in graphic jam a few weeks ago yes yes that's yeah. one about the uh the gold farming the gold farming so the gold farming assassin yes so right now in venezuela Venezuelans are farming for video game gold for real money, and some video gamers aren't happy. Really? So, apparently there's this game called RuneScape, Mm -hmm. and um, because of the bad economy in Venezuela, families have turned to gold farming to make ends meet. And um, because of this, an influx of Spanish-speaking players have kind of invaded runescape which is fine except for the fact that now they are all deemed gold farmers Mm. and it's created a problem and players contend that because they're farming they are cheating and breaking the rules which they are because you're not supposed to do that and that's set in the game's rules Mm. so players have gone as far as to put out articles on how to kill venezuelans in runescape wow i mean like as much as you know Gold farming may be bad, and you don't like that. That uh, how to kill Venezuelans feels a little, um, yeah, a little laser focused genocide. Yeah, that's that's not good. Not good at all. It's well, it sucks on both ends. It's unfortunate that anyone is pushed to the point of farming virtual currency in a video game in order to survive in real life. Yeah, like so. It's funny you mentioned about in real life on the, the right. podcast a couple episodes ago. Yeah, because that one happened in China in the in the um, graphic novel. And this well, it's been happening in Asia for a long time. Like a lot of people have been doing gold yeah. mining. Um, yeah, I well, I know that in um, the game Player Unknown Battlegrounds, mm-hmm. 
Um, there's a, like the way when you play the game, you earn this sort of in-game currency to buy uh, customizable shit for your characters. Gotcha. And I don't think anyone's really, I don't think you can sell that currency. I think you just earn it. Um, and then you can spend it on your own stuff, but I don't think you can give it to anyone. Mm-hmm. Um, but I know a lot, they're having a huge rash of problems right now. Where, and I think they're trying to, I think they patched their game to sort of break it, break this habit. Yeah. A lot of people were um, spawning into the game and just not touching, they were walking away from their computer. Because even if they lost, you by money. playing, you know, obviously if you play and do better, I think you earn more. But if you just play a match, and even if you don't move, apparently you were earning this currency. And so a lot of people were, de- were deemed AFK or away from keyboard. And they were just, you know, letting this game run. But the problem is, like, the way the game works is it's 99 player, I believe, uh, Battle Royale. One victor at the very end or one team at the very end will survive. Everyone else will die. And so you have to kill everyone. So wh- when, like, a large portion of that 99 players are away from keyboard, it's not really the same game anymore. Yeah, and so it was kind of breaking the the game ecosystem, and so um they have had to adjust their game to stop people from farming for themselves. So now they they bounce them. Uh, I I'm not sure. like an activity, or maybe I don't know if there might there might be a banning going on. Like they're pretty quick to ban on that game. Like if you take advantage of a a, a loophole or a a cheat, so to speak. And so um I don't know exactly what they're doing, but I know that they have had a problem with that, and they have adjusted something to stop people from farming for themselves. Hmm. even without legitimately playing the game yeah wow wow. crazy it's happening everywhere so um next thing um we had new iphone new apple watch announcements uh the 8 and the 10 8 is great 10 is i don't know because i haven't seen anything on the 10 the 10 is the thousand dollar one where like this aren't they all is it wasn't this six at the time a thousand dollars uh yeah like the no no the six was i think it started at uh i want to say 600 bucks maybe seven no, I think it was six hundred bucks. The plus was seven hundred, and then you went up like a hundred bucks for each larger. This is the one twenty eight bit seven. So I think that I think that's an eight hundred dollar phone. I yeah. Think. So what's another two hundred? Right. Seriously, at this point, whatever. it's all broken up into the payment plan anyway. Yeah, it adds so it's like three bucks a month more. Eight, eight bucks more. Yeah, I could do that. That's it's totally reasonable. Um, but yeah, like the 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 ten has a screen that goes all the way all the way to the edge, pretty much. Yeah, that's what I was looking for, and I only saw the wait the eight. The eight looks like. Pretty one, much the your, regular. It looks like our phones. Yeah, except it I want has the, the ten. Has the wireless charger. That's what I was looking for, and yeah. I couldn't find. Or the, I didn't know the ten is. I think it's pre-orderable later this month. Um, but yeah, the ten looks pretty sexy. Sweet. Um, because yeah, that wireless charging will be. Ooh, yeah, nice. that's beautiful. So, yeah, the iPhone ten today, iOS eleven went live. So you can update your firmware on your phone. It changes things. But does it change my camera? Uh, it will not affect your I want camera. A better one. <laughs> but like, but check it out. It's kind of neat. Like they added, like they changed the way that thing looks. And, and like they changed the way your email looks. Like, um, they've just done some like how's is that up there? Like they've done some stuff. Like I new iOS like is always I fun. Update though, my battery drains even faster. Well, they do build the new iOS for the newest um you know for the newest hardware so as soon as you update that firmware your phone does start to show its age um but that's kind of part of the planned obsolescence of getting a new phone which i mean if you're on the upgrade plan you get to upgrade every year anyway 
I don't understand upgrade plans because what's the point of upgrading if you have to still pay all that money to upgrade? Well, I, most of the upgrades, because you're playing, paying monthly for your device now. Yeah. So a lot of the upgrade plans, are you trade in your phone. You don't get to keep it. You trade well, it. I, I paid it up to a point, and now it's my phone because I paid it off. Then I think, uh, I don't know then. Maybe you, maybe you get to keep your phone then. For me, I want to say, like, my phone will still, I'll still owe two hundred dollars or something like that by the time i'm I'm ready for my upgrade because I'm, I'm like a 15 month upgrade plan or whatever and at 12 months i'll still owe 200 bucks or whatever which that 200 bucks if i trade it in my phone covers the down payment on the new phone and then i just keep paying the monthly fee on the new phone and then when it's time to upgrade again i trade in that phone that phone's worth however much you would have to pay out of pocket at the very beginning i think that's how it works i don't know it's usually like i need a phone so whatever it cost or whatever it takes is what it takes because you need a cell phone and yeah you know and i'm usually okay with having an iphone that's a year old or you know two but um now that i'm on the upgrade thing to not get a new phone feels like i'm just leaving money on the table good point so might as well if that's the terms i've agreed I didn't to know that's how it worked okay i believe so i could be wrong um finance was not my strong suit no. in, uh, in college it's supposed to be mine but it really it, it's well it's supposed to be a, a trait for virgos oh well i was a yeah i was a business administration major and finance was real real hard for me hmm. i'm terrible with money though you know that well you make enough you get to spend enough that's well. how i see it <laughs> So, what else you got, news-wise? Um, so, I have not watched this yet, but have you seen American Horror Story? Yes. So I'm caught up with the exception of the episode that aired tonight. Oh, really? Well, did you know this American Horror Story has triggered little-known phobia in people? What is that? The fear of holes. Which oh. Which is called tripophobia. It, it is. tripophobia. It is. Like, that makes actually sense, because, yeah, there's a character who has problems with that. Yeah, and, Sarah's character. And Todd actually hates, like, certain types of shells, and, and like, he hates those, the images of, like, where someone superimposes a bunch of holes in someone's skin and stuff. Oh, see, yeah, Todd that cannot, makes me want to throw up. Yeah, like, Todd cannot handle that sort of shit. He hates it. I didn't know, because when I was young, I always, like, if I see, like, raw meat or something with, like, or tongue or whatever, you know, at the grocery store, and it has, like, holes in it. Mm-hmm. Like it sort of, like, large pores. Would creep me the fuck out. Or if somebody's skin has bumps on it, like, mm-hmm. and, like, a cluster, it makes me want to, like, I go cross-eyed. And I didn't know it was a thing. And I don't know if I have trypophobia, because, I mean, I can still look at it and yeah, just, like... But it makes you uncomfortable. And I don't go blind. Yeah. But it really does disgust me. So, um, yeah, so maybe I have, like, a very light case of it. But, um, yeah, so it's what it is. It's an intense, irrational fear of small holes and clusters of circles and bumps, such as those in a honeycomb, lotus flower, or bubble bath. Hmm. Yeah. Crazy. And so all of the posters for, yeah, they all have that. that, um, the clusters in it. So one has the tongue, has the holes on it. Or like the beads. Yeah, the, the <gasps> and one has the honeycomb head, mm-hmm. and then another has. There's another I one. I remember in the opening sequence. There's a scene where like you can see holes in a 
in someone's shoulder from behind mm-hmm. and like a centipede walks out of one and goes into another. <laughs> yeah. Like it's... that actually doesn't bother me as much unless if they're really small and close together that I don't like. It's, it's not great. It's not, it's not pretty. Yeah. I don't like that. Well, I did not know that, that it was actually, I mean, although like honeycomb, the cereal when it's in the milk with mm-hmm. the white, it has like white hole dots. That used to freak me out. It's, that's so funny. Because, yeah, I, I feel like, you know, obviously Todd has been um, not super vocal, but he's been, you know, like, ugh, you know, at times. Mm-hmm. And so I guess I'm not surprised at all what you're saying. I just didn't think that it was uh, a thing. Something that someone was writing an article about. Yeah. Um, crazy. Yeah. So. Uh, oh, and that oh. The, the new one's called Cult, if yes. nobody's seen it. American Horror Story Cult. And it's, what, a clown cult? Uh, it's, uh, back to Pennywise. It's about a cult of like fear sort of. Ah, gotcha. Like, so it's more than clowns. Yeah. I mean like he, this guy is using like murderous clowns to perpetuate fear. Gotcha. Um, yeah. So, um, so far it's, you know, it's fine. It's not, I liked Roanoke a lot more. Um, so also in the news, I'm not going to go into this too deep. It's kind of interesting little headline. PewDiePie uh, said a racial slur during one, of his, during one of his player unknown battleground streams. And uh, he had to do an apology video about it. And he even said, he's like, I can't keep screwing up like this. I'm just an idiot. Was so, it a Nazi thing again? No, or? It was the N word. Not Nazi. Different N word. So. And people still watch him though. Yeah. Well, and it's, it's, I've never been a fan of PewDiePie to be honest. Like I don't like I, watching. I'm not either. You know, and I, aside from you, I don't like watching streamers that much. Cause oh, I often find a lot of streamers tend to talk too much during like narrative games yeah. and they like have to sort of, um, make, they try to make funny of like an important situation. Seriously, every like any game that has any sort of dramatic impact, they find a way to make a joke of it. Yeah. And they're always fucking screaming. Yeah, I, I, oh, I. At least you usually stream multiplayer. Yeah, there's no story for you to ruin. There's no story, and even when I'm playing Destiny Two, even if there are comments, I will wait to address them after. Like, there's a cinematic sequence. Yeah, like, yeah, if there's a cutscene, just let it happen. It's cool. You yeah, know? that's why you're watching the. Well, I mean, yeah. I guess you are watching the player play the game, but, or else you'd be playing the game yourself. But, but yeah. talk about it after. Yeah, there are times when you kind of just need to be cool. Yeah. So, yeah, that was, that's all I'm going to say about Whatever that. happened to that streamer who um, was Irish, had Irish accent? He goes, top of the morning to you. I don't know who that is. He was a parent. He was annoying, too, I but only know, he like, was kind of cute. I only know two back streamers. In the day. Really, like, I know, aside from you, I know, like, PewDiePie and uh, Markiplier. And I, I really do like Markiplier. I think he's a little loud and talks too much. I cannot believe but, PewDiePie said that, though. But That Mark, boy needs to have his tongue cut out. He needs to definitely <laughs> watch what he's saying, because uh, he should know that people listen to him. Uh, yeah, Markiplier has a very sexy man voice, though, and I like... Ooh. Yeah, I enjoy him. And also, I he, he recently did like a really kick-ass fundraiser for like LGBT uh, causes. Oh, nice. And um, like, he, he, he is... He's kind of putting his money where his mouth is. Like, it seems like he actually really genuinely cares. And he seems to, he's, try, he's trying to leverage his fame into something bigger than himself. That's good. Cause... So it's nice. Yeah. So, but yeah, he, I, I watched him do a bunch of the Five Nights at Freddy's games. And, like, those are actually fun to watch him yell at because the game is actually scary. Um, yeah, the but, game is creepy. You know. <laughs> yeah. So I enjoyed him. So do you have any other news? That's it. Well, I have a handful of other things. I'll go through them fast. Yeah. Just because, you know, little stuff. Uh, Star Wars Episode Nine. 
Mm-hmm. Colin Trevorrow, the director of Jurassic World, has bowed out. Goodbye. But we have J.J. Abrams back, which Hello. <laughs> a lot of people are feeling like, oh, J.J., what a safe fucking bet. But also, like, on the same other side of that coin. That's like saying Steven Spielberg's a safe bet. Seriously, like, J.J.'s the bomb.com. Yeah, he has proven results. He found a way to make me care about two franchises I don't fucking care about. Right. He's got me in both Star Trek and Star Wars. Okay. Like, dude, he just, yeah, he has such... He's so good. He's good at mass and appeal. he likes the stuff he's working on. It's not just for him. This it's is not, it's a... not just for the, the fans. It's for him. Yeah. Like, I feel like he does a good job of actually making something good out of something that people love anyway. Yeah. So, I'm I'm okay with I don't know why back. people are against him. Like, yeah. He, Everything he's done has been. I don't. I cannot say anything he's done has been bad. The only thing that people didn't like as much, but I didn't mind it, was Cloverfield. I think I, I loved Cloverfield. Yeah. The one thing I didn't love of his was Super Eight. Uh, I didn't mind Super Eight. You know, but like, I yeah, I feel like he he uh, he has has such mass appeal. He nails that. And um, compare episode fucking seven to episode one, two, and three. Like. It's a just no-brainer. The man who created that universe couldn't yeah. make one good film film out of the prequels, and yet J.J. stepped in and sort of you know Reworked took the, the torch and made something that actually is a really viable franchise and, again. Yeah, and reminiscent to what we loved about the original three. Yeah, you know, yet modernized. Yeah, for you know for us, it didn't have to be pandering to retro tastes yeah i don't know. I, I i like jj i think he does good stuff yeah i do too um also Sweet. so today the trailer came out tomb raider for tomb raider and it's dumb oh man <laughs> what can i say about uh, the new laura croft she loves a long leap that trailer has like nine of them it looks like you're watching a video game, which I get. It is based off a video game. <laughs> I love Alicia or Alicia Vikander. Yeah. I, like, I really I like her. I like her too. Um I've met her. She's very cool. Is she? Yeah. Yeah, I the, the Danish girl. Come here. Oh yeah, nice. Yeah. Yeah, I I'm not I'm not Speaking of the Danish the girl though. Sorry. No, and we'll get it. back to Tamir, but yeah, go for it. If you have not seen the Danish girl, you should see it just for her performance. Eddie Redmayne was good, but I is it Alicia? Have we? I don't know. We don't know. Vikander. Her Todd. Todd literally calls her ex machina. That's what he calls her. Yeah, her performance is so good. Well, that was in the Danish Girl. That was a great year for her. Machina. Yeah, for both those movies in one year. Yeah, like, damn. So I'm. I hope they don't after this put her in a box of she's just a cheap thrill. Because, like, this reminds me, this trailer, I was talking to Todd before the podcast, reminds me, Todd, to Rob, oh my god, to <laughs> Rob before the podcast, and um, it reminds me of Resident Evil when they came out with the first film, it was full of cheap laughs, and yeah. a lot of, yeah, and I'm like, wow. Yeah, the trailer didn't wow me. I, I like Daniel Wu, I'm excited about him, and it has Dominic West in it, that's cool. Yeah. Um, and... Uh, Walter Goggins, like the cast isn't bad. Good. Um, maybe this is maybe it's just the trailer. It could just be a hokey trailer. Yeah. Let's hope. I would love to get a good video game movie. I would too. Right. I really want Metroid. 
seriously, like, well, but, I'm sure. But that's never gonna happen. It'd be a, it'd be a hard one. Um, or even just an anime version of Metroid for like Netflix, like yeah. they did with Castlevania. Yeah, I'd be okay with that. I'd be okay with that. Yeah. So yeah, that trailer came out. Yeah. Um. So uh, December twelfth, not to go into release date stuff, but these were just announced. Um. Uh. Big day. Resident Evil Seven has two pieces of DLC coming out that day. It's the final two DLC units for Resident Evil Seven. Wow. There's a thing called End of Zoe or End of Zoe. I don't know if it's a name or uh, something else. Is um, it like the Rachel Zoe end? It's Z O E. So interesting. Yeah, end of it's the end of Rachel Zoe. <laughs> Finally. Finally. God. So annoying. And uh, <laughs> also the Chris Redfield DLC, Not a Hero comes out on december 12th so mm. also I, I believe they're doing like a resident evil 7 gold edition which includes all the dlc that day and then also okami getting remade for current platforms in 4k comes out on december 12th which sweet okami is that really like gorgeous uh sort of japanese painting style game um from clover studios that uh pretty much plays like a legend of zelda game but you're playing as a magical dog Never heard of it. Oh my god, it's gorgeous. Huh. It was on PS2, then it got reissued for PS3, and also for the Wii. Um, And so now it's coming out again, and I will buy it a third time. And I actually intend to finish it this time. Alright. So, yep. Here's to you. Um, So there is a rumor, I don't know if this is true or not, but we will see that there is going to be potentially a release on modern consoles, Xbox One and PS4, of the original Bayonetta and Vanquish, two of my favorite games oh, from last generation. Bayonetta and Vanquish, both Wait, excellent. For the Switch? No, for the PS4 and Four? Xbox One. So that's a rumor. We'll see if it actually comes true. But um, Bayonetta and Vanquish recently got reissued for the PC. Do you know what? If they did Bayonetta in the style of kind of like that, um, of um, like Borderlands or something. Oh, more cell shaded. Cool. That would be cool. Yeah. Well, and of course, like I mentioned, the Bayonetta thing getting remastered and or not, uh, not remastered. I guess just you know re-released for um for PS4 and Xbox One. And of course, uh, he immediately got perked up, hoping that it was Bayonetta Two, which was exclusive to the Wii U. Um, but mm-hmm. that was not announced, or not even potentially announced. This is a rumor. Um, but rumor has it. Um, yeah, because Bayonetta 2, I think, might be stuck or trapped on Nintendo platforms forever because Nintendo published it, not Sega, like, yeah. the first Bayonetta. Uh-huh. Um, but yeah, like, I'm excited about that. I'm excited to play that game again. Um, because it's fucking great. And Vanquish was also really, really slick, good, platinum-developed action. It's real good. Um, nice. so there's that. Uh... I can't wait to actually get one of these so I can stop fucking talking about it. The NES Classic, coming back in 2018. Oh, it is. Nintendo has announced. Tickle me Elmo. Exactly. Nintendo has announced that uh, just they didn't anticipate that level of demand. It will be coming back next year. And um, that also, the Super Nintendo Classic should have massive, massive shipments Way outshining the NES Classic. They say you should not have to buy it from a scalper. There should be enough. I th- I'm sure they say that. I don't know if that'll be true. Do you know what I think? Hmm. I think they listened to our podcast. Yeah, right? Well, hello. We have a Metroid we Amiibo have a Metroid. on the table. 
and, and now the NES Classic's coming back. Okay. So, Do you not see a trend here? I, a link to the I, past? I don't want to, you know, overestimate our, our pull, but our at the same power. time, you know, hey, let's not fight it. We have Nintendo so. power. Yeah, oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Now we're playing with power. Um, it's so bad. <laughs> <laughs> um, are you wearing your power gloves? I well. <laughs> um and uh yeah so that's that and my last bit of news this is just i i am always impressed with uh matt uh, matt parker and trey stone matt stone and trey parker i like it both ways the um i can't okay I can't even tell, it's late i can't even tell you what their names are at this point yeah it's um, 1 30 in the morning people right yeah. now <laughs> yeah uh i think it's trey parker and matt stone the creators of south park I'm always impressed with their ability to shock. Like, you'd think at this point... And come up with great music. Right? you think at this point, though, after... God, what? South Park started in 1997. you think after 20 years, we might have finally gotten to the... Careful. Sorry. Uh, <laughs> as you whack your arm on the table. Um, we might have hit sort of the end of, like, what they can shock us with. Yeah. And... Um, what I miss out this time. Did you play... The Stick of Truth? Oh, uh, no, and I do want to see the fact or play the fractured butthole. Um, Stick of Truth was fucking fantastic. I know, I and hear. So you should actually start there. Well, you should pre like not to be that guy because I know we shouldn't be pre ordering games because it sets a weird precedence and blah blah blah. Yes, thank you. If you pre order the fractured butthole, you get the Stick of Truth digitally, you get Stick of Truth right now. If you buy the if you pre-order the game or buy the game when it comes out, you'll get a voucher for but, Stick of okay, Truth. I but you can be playing Stick of Truth right now. But I haven't watched South Park. You don't have to. I don't watch South Park either. But the the movie's one of my favorites. Well, the movie's great. I use, I watched South Park up until like two thousand two. Okay. And then I stopped. I've seen a couple episodes now because Todd's a big fan, but the Stick of Truth game was just fucking hilarious it is fantastic it is a great game okay um i might be interested it's it's a turn-based rpg and it is fucking hilarious okay so the fractured butthole i'm very excited about um say it again the fractured butthole (laughs) um so uh this is just they found a way to shock and surprise and uh comedically delight um and this is one of those it's funny because it's true kind of moments um, the fractured buttholes. The what? <laughs> the difficulty slider for the game. Yeah. Changes the player's skin color. What does that do? So the game gets harder if you play as a black character. Oh. And shit. Uh. So. The um. Yeah. The, <laughs> the lighter skin is classified as easy, while dark skin is very difficult. And as when you design your character at the very beginning, Cartman is walking you through it, and he says, don't worry, this doesn't affect combat, just every other aspect of your whole life. And by ha- playing as a darker-skinned color, or darker-skinned uh, skin color player, uh-huh. it has an effect on gameplay, altering how non-player characters respond to you, and affecting how much money your character earns oh from in-game my actions. Goodness. Like... Oh my god, it's funny and so upsetting. It's it's fucking just genius. Talk about social commentary. Oh my god, I love the fact that they are using this game to make a very bold social commentary about 
racial like inequity. Like they won't sell you certain items in certain stores. Be like and, racial, inequ- oh racial inequity repl- like represented in a South Park game. It's just and That's they're they're so delivering. They're the only a, people who could do it yeah, too. They're delivering yeah. in such a funny, yeah. in your face way. Yeah, that it's just I can't even. Bel- it's so good. It's pretty pretty intelligent. Yeah, it's I very very sad, but also, man, it's good. So funny. And post that upset. link to uh, on or send it to me and I'll post on um, Twitter. Okay. Because that was cool. Yeah. So that's just, yeah, I, I had that saved because I was like, that's too good of a, a story to not hit. Yeah. That's, so yeah. That's a good one. And that's my news. That's minutia. Awesome. That's my news. What's your crush? Oh, why don't we have a crush thing? It's just a little crush. Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> I like that, where you bring in, like, a punch motion and get yeah. a little, you know, intense about it. It's just a little crush. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, my crush this week is um, Ryu Hayabusa from Ninja Gaiden. Oh, you're taking me back. He may be mysterious, but he's pretty cool. Pretty mm-hmm. nimble. Pretty badass. Ninja Gaiden. He has cinematic adventures he in can, the original. He can hold on to walls. Right? Well, and then also, um, of course, uh, him is in uh, the Xbox remake that came out in, like, what, 2002, 2003? Mm-hmm. He's got a whole lot of butt going on. Really? Yeah. I gotta look this up. So, yeah. So, uh, good for him on that. Because uh, he's, uh, well, if you want, I can dig up a photo while you... Ninja... Gaiden. Xbox. Xbox butt. But it, it's going to come up. Fractured butthole. <laughs> <laughs> I'm coming around to see you. Let's see images. Oh. Yeah, oh, I mean, yes. It's very shiny. Yeah, he's wearing like a nice hand? little sort of bodysuit. Yeah, click it. You get bigger. Yeah. Like, yes. I mean, it is definitely an older game, so it's not the most detailed. The baby got back. But yeah, like they, they uh I mean you spend a lot of time looking at him from behind. And um it's hard to That's why I like Uncharted when you play Nathan, because he's got a cute can too. Especially in in the second one. They they made his butt flatter <laughs> as he got older, but in that, two he that, had a that, nice that, firm tush. That happens to people, you know? Yeah, but not I don't want. I he he. I think he does enough running around <laughs> that it's still firm. He needs to climb. Do some more stair climbing. Yeah. So, uh, so my, how's it boot you? Who's your crush? My crush <laughs> of the week is Catwoman from Arkham City. She's got a sassy walk. I live for her. And you can play as her in that one. Mm-hmm. If you well, now. If you had the DLC code that came with new copies of yeah. it or whatever. And you could play as her. Couldn't you play as her as like the animated series version too? That I don't know. Were there I other costumes for another her? one? I don't. I don't know. I I get the Ar- Arkham games confused sometimes. Well, I mean there are four of them. Yeah, I get which ones which. And but anyhow, I love Catwoman. The voice actress who did her is really good, especially compared to the freaking Injustice Two. I mm. cannot stand her look in Injustice Two, or at least her starting look, or her base look, or whatever you call it. And I cannot stand her voice in it either. So I don't know. I, they must have changed voice actresses or something. But in Arkham series, she's so hot. And of course, it's Catwoman. And I'm obsessed with her. And I like the new 52. If you haven't read that series, it's so good. And she's still the anti-hero, But she helps prostitutes out who are um, 
who are like being chained up and like drug off to um like prostitutes like Did she just walk up and scold them though for waiting for some bad man to save them no well, that's good but i'm not thinking what slavery Oh God! They're being sold into like yes, yeah, sexual S- servitude or yeah. What is the, what is it called? What's the sexual? It's so late. Yeah, it's it's late. Like brain not brain brain no worky. No worky. But they're they're Metroid. being sold into the sex trade. Yeah, the sex, sex worker trade. <laughs> There's a name for it. There is, and now it's like, <laughs> what is it? Oh my God. Sexy. <laughs> <laughs> there me. Sold into sexy. Yeah, and that's no good. So the cat must take her claws out and say no. That's what that's about. So go read the new 52, whatever. I'm going to do um, a graphic jam for Sirens coming up soon. So stay tuned for that. And yeah, Sexual slavery seems to be the thing I googled. I googled sold into sexual Waiting to see what it would fill out for me. But there's a word. Sex. I'm seeing. I'm seeing a lot of like. There's a, the the Wikipedia entry is actually called sexual slavery. Um, servitude. I don't know. I've never heard it, but whatever. Yeah. Anyway, that's the cast by. <laughs> <laughs> and that's how that ended. <laughs> um. Yeah. Oh, oh well. sex trafficking. Thank I think you, is what we're going Lord with. Jesus, amen. But I mean, that's more about like yeah, trafficking people across. I think like certain like state lines, or whatever, to move them through for that's the purposes of sexual slavery. That's what's going on in this, and she's yeah. stopping the trade. Sex trafficking. <laughs> thank thank you. God. I mean, not thank God for sex trafficking. No, but, you know, thank, thank God we found the word. Yes, Google, you saved us again. Seriously, one thirty-five, and we are both useless. You, youthless. You, no, useless. <laughs> You're trying to sound like me. Youthless. <laughs> We're both also old, but uh, oh, <laughs> but useless right to is the where heart. I was going with that. Right to the heart. <laughs> so uh, before we end this, uh, we have a new review. Oh, we do, and also get off my lawn because I'm old. Yes, get off my lawn. But what is what is the review? So this one is by Inara Sarah and says five stars. Inara Sarah. Cool. I I don't I don't think I know them. I I like when it's people I don't know. I mean I I like when it's people I do know though too. I I like reviews. Because it's late, my brain is not working, but we're Instagram friends. Ooh. I'm not 100% certain at this moment, though. But anyhow, so, so it says, say? Five stars, fun podcast with a queer twist. I've been listening to Bit Different for a few months now, and I love having this as part of my weekly listening. Rob and Santine are great. Super nerdy and fun to listen to. Keep up the good work, you two. Well, thank Aww. you. And I'm sorry that we weren't around last week. Wait, I have to look this up, because I, I know it's her, but... <laughs> well, anyway, yeah, I appreciate the uh the review. Thank you for the kind words. We will Yes, uh, thank you so much. Yeah, we will uh keep uh we'll keep going. You you've bought us another week. Anyway. Yeah, so thank you so much and we will be back for more. Yeah. And so will you. Yeah. I hope. Yes, please. <laughs> so in closing, where can people follow you? You can follow me at Satine the Dream on Instagram and Twitter or Satine on Twitch. And since I'm an affiliate, please do that. Yes. And you can follow me at Fast Danger on Twitter or at Mr. Gladstone on Instagram and Twitch. Yeah. And you can follow the podcast at Bit Diff Podcast on 
the twits on Insta and on Fosse. <laughs> the last one was Facebook. Oh yeah. Not not Fosse like the the Bob choreographer. Fosse. Yeah. <laughs> Fosse hands. Uh or Fosse neck. Best thing in Fosse neck. Um yeah, well Fosse neck do it. Uh so um you can also email us uh at bitdiffpodcast at gmail.com. We have new episodes every Wednesday, except not last Wednesday, because I was out of town and Rob was fighting ninjas. It's true. You you should see the other guy. Seriously, and, like. Yeah. Pretty fucked up. <laughs> but next week is, well, we'll see how that goes. Next week might be a little tricky, because, you know. Uh, I will be in Joshua Tree filming. Yeah, Miss Thing is working on a fucking movie. We'll, we'll do it somehow. I hope so. Somehow. You know or what they say? Miss Thing will be working on a movie. It, right, yes. But in. Um, I like calling you Miss in, Thing. Thank you. <laughs> in Peter Pan, to bring Tink back alive, they go, I do believe in fairies. I do. I do. That's the film. But if you go back to the book, you clap. Uh-huh. So let's all clap, and hopefully we'll have an episode next week. <laughs> well, and until then, uh, you can be like our good friend Inara Sarah, yes. and you can follow, rate, and comment in iTunes and Google Play about the antics that we are up to. Yeah. So good yeah. stuff. And feel free to you know yeah reach out on the the Instagrams and the Twitters. Say yeah. hi. Like, yeah. Yeah. Let's yeah. know what you're playing. Let's talk. Yeah. Cool. Well, that's it. Thank you for listening and chavazies. Bye-bye.